Welcome to This Week in Indian Hill Braves Athletics here on IndianHillBraves.org and ESP Media Powered by Sidearm Sports. My name is Jason Griefer. We're joined once again by Indian Hill Athletic Director uh, Brian Phelps. Brian, good to talk to you once again. Let's jump right into it because we've got a lot to discuss here uh, on the show this week. First of all, we like to talk about this young lady quite often here. We've done it the last few weeks. And that's Raylan Coward and uh, you, you're a gymnast. And uh, you know we've talked in the last couple of weeks, a couple of thirds, a couple of seconds, and goes up to the Centerville Elk Invitational over the weekend and decides the heck with those second and thirds. And she goes up and wins on the bars, wins on the beam, and wins on the all-around. I mean, it, she just continues to get better and better and better. And now we see it culminate with a really, really spectacular performance uh, up at Centerville. She did great. And I was actually just chatting with her mom uh, last night. Uh, the funny thing is she has some of her old club type of teammates that are at, you know, other schools um, kind of saying, what's going on? You're killing it, kind of gunning after what routines are, are, you, are you doing to get ready for the tournament? So she is definitely on the radar at, at this point and she's doing great. She's having a lot of fun. She's representing us um, just in an awesome way. And um, Anderson's coming up on Saturday. And then after that, you know, it's tournament time, so we'll, we'll we'll see how she does. How much fun is she having compared to you know trying to trying to get better on, on every event, the bars, the beam, the all around? How does she balance that with trying to improve? And it's hard to improve when you just go clean sweep first place in every in every event there, at least at Centerville anyway. How is she balancing that? Well, she's she's just such a hard worker. And I'm going to kind of switch gears on you a little bit. One of sure. the things that. Um, I think is so awesome for all sports, but in an individual sport like gymnastics, you know, you get so caught up in the club world. And I think the, the most fun that she's having is she's now able to represent Indian Hill and be part of, you know, a, a bigger community that way. And, and that's just such a difference when you're playing, you know, for a club, which there's lots of value in club sports and in different ways. But when you have the opportunity to represent your school and kind of get the, recognition from your school and from your peers I think is just a whole nother level and I, I think that's part of what's fueling her and driving her to get better every every time and she wants to not only represent represent herself well but she wants to represent Indian Hill. Yeah we've talked about her the last couple of weeks here uh, on the podcast and and how good she's been so she's we've been able to you know you know, sing her praises on here and well-deserved because she's earned it. What's that support been like for around her? You talk about it being a little different than being a club, club sport. You have an actual school and a community, you know, there to, to have your back there. What's that been like for her to get that support from the, from the Indian Hill community? Well, she's clearly put gymnastics on the, on the radar because we've been getting a lot of the, we have gymnastics, you know, kind of thing. And, and yes, it's different this year with, you know, the situation that, We've talked about she's training with a great coach at Steve Connor down at Country Day. That's just been super to her. And um, but again, kind of chatting with her mom, she's just talking about she's she's loving, you know, in a good way that um, she's getting some publicity. And, you know, not that she's she needs the publicity, but it's fun. Right. When your name yeah. is on graphics and, P, and and, you know, we do some really awesome things in the school with kind of news and she's being talked about and. And how, how is that not fun for any kids? So, yeah, she, she's getting a lot of um, a lot of praise and a lot of love and, and does, you know, well-deserved, of course. So it, it's fun for all of us, but clearly it's, it's got to be the most fun for her and her family. 
And as you said, going to Anderson, their uh, their win the day invitational coming up there. That's a pretty big deal. A lot of schools uh, coming there for that one. So she'll face some pretty good competition. Hopefully we're talking about more first place finishes on a next week's show. Let's change gears here. Let's jump into the pool. The uh, regular season winding down. Sectional is just a couple of weeks away uh, for your teams. Uh, a couple of uh, important things to uh, finish out the regular season. Swimming is going to finish up. It's regular season this coming Saturday. Uh, against uh, Wyoming out at uh, Crosley YMCA. And then uh, diving is going to be in action a little bit later on on Saturday. They're going to take on uh, Marymount here. What are, where, where are we at right now as we're starting to, to turn the page on the final end of the regular season? Well, I think the focus now is really the boys and girls both are uh, looking to defend some championships from, um, you know, just last year. We have a sophomore in Gibson Holmes that wants to be a state champion again, you know, so those are some of the things that are in our, um, in our, in our immediate future and, and definitely within reach. Uh, from a diving standpoint, uh, we, we have an opportunity to send a couple or a few divers on um, and, and have them get to the, the state meet. So that, that, again, that's all kind of within reach. And those are the goals right now. We, Unfortunately, we'll not have a CHL championship, so there will be no team uh, championship uh, possibility this year. And like our all league will be based off of sectional times. And, you know, the way sectionals work for different schools, um, although it's important because you have to do well enough to get to districts, there may be a little added, added incentive to uh, that post some good scores at sectionals because that that will result in uh kind of all league, um, you know, as individual awards go. So, uh, yeah, we're getting close to the end and we have some high expectations and we're trying to stay healthy like everybody else and, and yeah. see how far we can go. Are they starting to uh, taper off as the term goes with, with swimming there to try and make sure they're fresh for the, uh, for the postseason? You know, it just, it all depends what level swimmer you are, right? So um, if your goal is to, to, to try to make it to districts, then you're getting close to start tapering for sectionals. But honestly, our um, you know our top swimmers aren't quite there in their taper yet. They still have a couple of weeks before um, that they really get into that process. So they're fresh and and at their best come um, you know districts and state. And as we said, the swimmers will finish up the regular season on Saturday against Wyoming. Diving still has a couple of events. One being against Marymount. Uh, a little bit later on on Saturday as well before their finale comes next week. And we'll talk about that on uh, next week's program. Let me uh, let's say one more thing, Jason. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, we okay. had um, kind of just as our future, uh, we we our combined um, boys and girls middle school team won the smaller division uh, city championship. So that was a really neat, um, you know, just accomplishment for our boys and girls middle school swim team. So not only are we strong in the high school, but we're excited about some of our middle schoolers coming up here in the next year or two. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's that's an area certainly sure that when you're able to get that development, uh, especially in the middle school level, I mean, that can only pay huge dividends down the road because you can only project of where those kids can go. What What's that like? Take us to kind of through the middle school you know, a side of things there and how that works in, how that ties into the high school and kind of the relationship between the, the athletics departments at both yeah uh so susan burns is our uh, our middle school uh swim coach and ray noble who's our high school diving coach is also our middle school diving coach so there's a lot of uh connection between our coaches and, and our kids and you know depending on the year sometimes we're in the same pool at the same facility we're really separated more 
uh, this year. But, you know, the middle school swim program is a lot like a high school swim program where some of the kids, the practices and the experiences they get are just with Indian Hill. And some of the practices and experiences they get are Indian Hill, but also in their club world. So it's a good mix. You know, what's kind of fun about middle school swimming, sometimes you're getting kids that are just learning to swim and they can be a contributor to the team and, and um, you know, just part of that experience. And, and then you get some kids that are already really good and you just can't wait to get them as freshmen because you know they're going to contribute right away. And uh, to have that cohesion, I can't, I can't, Fathom, it's got to be, you know, good for the long term of the high school program to have that middle school program set up and to have that continuity because you, you, you could see some programs at the middle school level and they'll want to do things maybe a little bit differently than the high school program. How big is that that you have that continuity? So when those kids come from the middle school to the high school level, to, to your point, come in as freshmen, they can come in and help right away. Yeah, I, th- that's right. I, I mean, and I, I feel like, Anytime you have a feeder, um, that's that's kind of where it begins. And depending on the sport here, you know, some are more club based or rec based and maybe not school sponsored. But middle school swimming is a school sponsored uh, sport for us. And it kind of it, it gives you a chance to start building that family feel and that program feel early. And you know, the middle school swimmers are, are knowing how well our high school swimmers are. Are doing and you know what you want out of your middle schoolers is you want them to be Indian Hill Braves one day and when they feel like they're part of the team part of the program part of the school you know it, it only builds for success in the long run let's move on and talk about your uh, wrestling teams pretty busy weekend uh, since we uh, last talked at a meeting against Valley View also at a, a duel against uh, Oak Hills there so quick turnaround time between uh, those two right there. Uh, how did they? How did you feel they performed there? In, in particular, the set on the back half of that after such a quick turnaround. Yeah, you, you know, sometimes I wonder how we're even wrestling. You know, mm-hmm. but but when we do it, gosh, I feel like our our coaches and our kids do a good job doing it the best they can. You know, and um, it, it's 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 so tricky this year with everything, but especially with wrestling and. You know, some kids sometimes missing here or there and, uh, you know, just not having your, your team at, at full strength all the time, but making sure, especially your state potential qualifiers get to get enough uh, good matches in and, and be ready. It, it, it's I, I just don't know what the right answer has been. We've been trying to, to stay very cautious, kind of a one meet a week. As you said, this was one of those exceptions where we had we went out to Oak Hills and turn around, went right to Valley View on, on Saturday. So I think we're, we're not going to be able to tell how our wrestling season really was pulled off until we get into the tournament and figure out if it was kind of the right strategy, if you will, um, you know, kind of slowing down and, and, and just really being trying to get prepared for the tournament. So it's a tricky one. And I think we talk about it all the time. We're not sure what the right answer is, but this is kind of the, the way we've decided to do it and kind of be more cautious than not and less is more mentality. And, and hopefully our, our kids are ready to perform well when, when tournament time comes. And checking the schedule in IndianHillBraves.org right now, we're looking at a, a, a scheduled uh, duel at Edgewood uh, this coming Saturday. Is it still the expectation that duel will take place? And uh, how, how are they approaching uh, specifically early in this week, recovering from uh, two meets in three days? Yeah, it, it, we're still planning to go, so that hasn't changed. And um, 
it, you know, it, it's, it's just kind of that last last push before tournament that we're, we're trying to get in a little more than maybe we, we would like. And we actually scheduled a uh, four team with some three other league opponents for the following Thursday to try to have some type of league feel yeah, like swimming. We're not going to have a CHL wrestling tournament. There's, yeah. You know, the coaches are going to have to get together and kind of figure out all league and all that kind of stuff, but there's not going to be a league champion. So it, it just puts the emphasis on other things and trying to get all league matches in when I don't want to say they don't mean anything because anytime you get a chance to compete, it means something, but it, it just gives us, a, um, again, a different thinking of, of how to try to be ready, you know, come tournament time. Let's switch gears and let's move on to your uh, basketball teams. Let's start with the girls first and a, a really nice win on Monday, uh, a defensive slugfest against Marymont. That's how they like to play, but uh, you wind up getting a win and a nail biter there, 37 to 34. So now you're sitting at five and one uh, in the league right now and off to a really nice start overall, but five and one in the league, you're a half game ahead of Wyoming who's sitting at uh, four and one. And, and this is a really big week coming up. You know, with with what we're seeing on the schedule, you've got road trips to scheduled road trips anyway to uh, to Taylor, to Wyoming, and to Finneytown, and then a couple of games next week, which we'll talk about next week, Wyoming and Madeira. But this week in particular, three road games. This could very well decide, you know, who wins the uh, the league title. But I want to talk about last week. We discussed the the struggles your offense had in a couple of games. There were shots just weren't falling against uh, against Milford and and Marymount. And of course, you got revenge now start to see the offense start to pick back up again. And then Marymount's game was a defensive struggle. So my question to you is now that we've seen the offense come back and then we see them win a defensive struggle against Marymount, does that give them an extra vote of confidence to know that no matter the pacing of the game, whether it's a high pace game, high scoring, or if it's a defensive game, does it, do they have extra confidence now knowing they can win any style of game and it doesn't matter? Well, I'll tell you what, since that Marymount game, and Marymount's a good team. I mean, they're, they're good offensively. They're good defensively. They're, they're well coached. It's a great, you know, athletic just department in general. And they kicked our butt pretty good when we went there. And it did something to our coaches and, and our kids. It, it turned the light switch on or fired them up or something. And I have not, I've not seen those kids play better since then. I mean, the, the Taylor game that we had, Kind of shortly after that, they played amazing. I mean, just the way they moved the ball, they played defense, they shot the ball. I mean, it was just like, if we get this kind of effort out of our kids, kind of watch out kind of thing. And then last night, you, you know, you're right. It wasn't anyone lighting it up, but it wasn't like it was a bad offensive night either. I mean, it was just good defense. It was, we led most of the way. They took the lead uh, by five kind of late in the game and we could have folded. And that's exactly what you want to see when, you know, your back's up against the wall, a little bit of adversity. We came right back at them and finished the game off. It, it was, it was as, an, as an exciting type of win for our community, our kids. And um, as, as you know, as you can have, the only bummer to that is more people couldn't be here to see it, you know. Yeah. But with the live stream, yeah, I, I've had so many people just say, yeah, watch the live stream. So, you know, they're not in the stands, but people are tuning in and watching our kids and, um, you know, it, it's, it's pretty neat. And something, something else that was kind of neat about last night, Ella Riggs, who is coming up on a thousand points. She's, she was 18 away, um, you know, going into last night, had 11 in the first half, really, you know, just, just on it. Um, and, and didn't finish it off last night, which was okay. And, and but th th this is, this is my point. 
she could have pressed. She could have, like, that could have been her goal for the night. She, you know, try to hit that thousand or she could have, but she did, she played her game. They double teamed her. She got it to the ball, the ball to who was open. That's how we won the game. It, it was a team win. Like she recognized that this is how we need to win. It, you know, the, the team is bigger than me kind of thing. She, she wasn't forcing shots. And we had some kids hit some big shots late in the game at key moments. And that's, I think, what made it so much fun. It was just a true total team effort, no doubt. And we have a couple big games. We go to Taylor, we go to Wyoming, as you said, and then we have Finneytown this week too. And that's what we have to get used to. We have to get used to these three and four games in a week and tired legs and, uh, you, you know, see, see what happens. But right now our girls are clicking and it's a lot of fun. And I've had a chance to uh, see Wyoming's girls in person a couple of times now. I will just tell you, prepare for a slugfest because that's exactly what's going to be. They get up and down the floor and they get in your face defensively. Uh, they've got size at all five positions, so that'll be we interesting know we're to watch. Get it. Yeah, we know absolutely. We're get it. There, yeah, I was just about to uh, to to the second part of our conversation about the girls' basketball team. I was going to talk about Ella Riggs because she's been brilliant thus far this season. She's averaging almost twenty points per game. She's shooting almost sixty percent from the floor which is just ridiculous as well because where she she can work anywhere on the floor at all three levels there. You're now getting to see her really extensively for the first time since this is your first year uh, at Indian Hill. Uh, what has stood out to you watching her on the court and, and, and the way she's been able to handle herself through the early stage of the season? Yeah, I, I kind of alluded to it earlier. Um, just, you know, when I heard about Ella, I, I didn't even know, you know who she was or what she looked like, or I, I just imagine – you know, if you're a junior and you're going to hit um, a thousand points, essentially halfway through your junior season, I mean, it's the end of the season for us, but from a schedule standpoint, mm -hmm. halfway, halfway through the season, you, you think, gosh, it's got to be just somebody that shoots it every time they, they get it, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And that's not her. I mean, I feel like the crowd, the coaches or teammates are like, shoot it. Like there are times <laughs> where, you know, she's just, she's patient. She, she, she just, she does, what the game gives her, you know, so it's not get the ball in my hand and, and I'm just going to take over. She's a true team player. She's she probably, you know, it feels like she has as many assists as she has points um, sometimes, but, you know, she recognizes what the recognizes what the defense is doing and, you know, they're trying to shut her down. So she goes to her teammates when, when, you know, when it's necessary, when they're open. So I guess what I'm saying is that I, what I got out of this is she is a true team player, not that kind of, you know, me part of the team or, you know, I, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but no, she's just a basketball player and she, she does what the game gives her and uh, just, just a great teammate. So that, that's, that's really my, now that I've seen enough girls basketball games and have seen her, I think I, I summarize that pretty well when it comes to Ella. Yeah, no doubt. And she, she's been spectacular. And as you said, only halfway through her junior year, so you, you, you've got still some more time to uh, to uh, to see how she progresses uh, going in for the rest of the year and also next year uh, as well. Let's talk about the boys uh, here. We talked a little bit last week about the the road trip down to Kentucky to take on uh, Kentucky State Power and Covington Catholic, and you know come up short there. And that, that there's no shame in that. Covington Catholic is a great basketball team. Uh, out of the Commonwealth there, but you know, held their own, held their own in their cup catches has also has tremendous size, uh, but do get a really nice bounce back win uh, at Taylor uh, to go to three and O in the league. So you're right there at the top uh, yourselves. You're three and O Wyoming's two and O 
in the league. Wyman coming off of a one-point loss to Mouth Healthy. So you're at the top of the league. You're going to go back into league play starting with uh, Marymont a little bit later on tonight. Then you've got Redding uh, coming up on Friday. This is a big stretch. This this coming week before we talk again, you've got four games scheduled uh, in the next six days, the last of which being a trip to Wyoming uh, this coming Monday night here. Uh, take us through how the team is physically right now because you've had to cram in a lot of games in a limited amount of time and how important this week is in terms of the entire season. Yeah. So, you know, really it started last week with a really nice win over Mary And as you said, we go back there tonight, it's going to be tough to play at their place. They have some really nice players and uh, again, well coached and, and all that kind of stuff. But the Taylor game was great. I was talking about the girls game just after the Marymont loss, how well we played and, you know, I, I felt that way about the boys as well. They played great out at Taylor. And, you know, the 19-point win, and I felt like we just did a lot of things well. We defended well. We shot the three pretty well. We got to the basket well. I mean, it was just it, – it was it was like, again, it was like if we can play basketball like this, we're going we're gonna to have a chance to, re- to really do well. And you mentioned – all the games, that's that's kind of the hurdle we have in front of us. And that and we will see how we can handle that. Um, and I don't want to be a broken record because I know everyone's dealing with this. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's a team that I feel like every week we're missing a couple guys, you know, and we got to wait a couple yeah. weeks to get them back or or whatever. But, um, you know, a difference that I would guess this year has been uh, for most recognizing we have so many games we're playing a lot of kids. And, you know, so when we have a couple kids down, uh, it just makes it that much tougher, but we're not playing five or six kids. We're playing 10 and 12 kids, you know? And I think that is important because of these types of stretches to think, you know, bigger picture, not just tonight. How, how are we not only going to get through tonight, but the next four days and, you know, three games in four days kinds of things. So that's where I think our coaching staff's done a really good job. Um, our kids are playing really well. We have a lot of different options. We don't have just that one go-to person that kind of makes it all happen. Right. We, we really do have a lot of, lot of weapons. We have some size. But, yeah, we know we have some big tests coming in front of us. And uh, the CHL is a lot of fun this year, boys and girls side. There, there are some, some nice teams. A lot of us are pretty similar. And, um, you know, it may be who's the fittest kind of prevails. I'm looking at the box score of this win over Taylor, and one of the things that leapt out to me was – your team out rebounding Taylor 39 to 18 and the game really played a big difference in the game. And you hold Taylor at under 30% from the floor rebounding and defense. Any coach will take those results any, any time out there, but I want to focus on one young man who really led the way in that area and really led overall. And that's why it walks uh, 22 points, 11 rebounds, an efficient night from the floor, 11 of 16 uh, there as well. He also had four assists. So not just, you know, shooting it every time he's got it. He's looking for his teammates, similar to what you talked about with Ella Riggs uh, on the girls' side. He's another guy. It's it's really come on strong and, and continues to just deliver consistent performances. He did it last year. Now you're seeing it for the first time with your own eyes uh, this year. Uh, take us through uh, his game and and what he brings to the team. So I was first. <laughs> I don't know if I should say this or not, but I was first. It was first described to me as why it's kind of that old man basketball player. And I, I don't know how to as say it any, any differently. He is just so under control. He's not flashy. He doesn't say a word, you know, there's no smack talking out of that kid, but he can take it to the hoop right at you, or he can pull up and shoot the three, or he can, 
you know, he, he can dish it off. Like you said, he, he does a great job assisting the ball as well. He's just a lot of fun to watch. And he's that unassuming type of player. You know, he's not overly big. He's not small. He's not, you know, super uh, just athletic, but he's athletic and he just gets it done. And he's, um, you know, like I said, we have a lot of weapons that, that you can go to. And I, I really mean that, but gosh, why it's a lot of fun uh, to watch play and, and, and just how he gets it done. But so I, I think of that old man style game that, that was kind of described to me. And yeah. I just can't get that out, out of my head. That That's, you know, he's not dunking the ball, but he's going to do some kind of reverse layup over a six, eight kid. And, and, you know, you think about how in the heck does he get that off, but he knows how to do it. He, he's a player, man. I'll tell you. Is he aware of that comparison? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not going to be the one that, that mentions it, but uh, <laughs> if, uh, if he listens to this, the, the, the secret's out, I guess. Well, it's it's not coming direct from me. You heard it from an independent source, so he can go confront the source <laughs> uh, in that if, if he has an issue there. But, uh, you know, like you said, getting the job done, and, and, and to the point you also brought up before, you know, with not all, not necessarily having a full complement of players each and every night, which is it's been a challenge for everybody. You know, I'm looking at the score, the box score that just in this Taylor game, he had 11 different kids get in there and, and, and be able to uh, to contribute one way or another. And I think that's only got to pay off, you know, as you go into the final stretch of the regular season, particularly this week, culminating with the the road trip next Monday uh, to Wyoming. And that'll be a big that'll be a big one for sure. Could go very well into decide who wins the CHL title. Of course, you know, Wyoming coming off of winning it a year ago. So but you've got a real good shot at it. Uh, this year yourselves of course so nevertheless a, a, a any week that we can talk about not having any pauses in action is a good week and I think it was beyond a good week uh, this week for Indian Hill Athletics Brian we certainly appreciate you taking some time to talk about it yeah it's great I, I I just I hope I have the same energy next week of how well our teams have, have done and great we're playing but it, it's yeah you're right the number one thing right now is no pauses Keep it going. Even if we're missing a kid or two, yeah. that's kind of why you're a team. And we're just going to keep coaching them up and, and do the best we can. And we'll look forward to talking about it next week here on This Week in Indian Hill Braves Athletics with Indian Hill Athletic Director Brian Phelps here on ESP Media, powered by Sodom Sports.